This is the Push Shift Podcast, a raw look at the hospitality industry. What's happening, Post Shifters? Welcome back to another episode, a special edition of the Post Shift Shot. Today is with Alex Rice from the Nova Scotia Spirit Company. And he did an initiative in Nova Scotia and PEI uh, called The Big Tip. So what I wanted to do is I'm trying to spread all these uh, interviews across the country. So wherever you're listening, there's going to be something close to you or close by that you can uh, dip into and get some relief. And so thebigtip.ca is his initiative with his company. Um, He sat down and did a big Zoom meeting with all his marketing team and basically everybody that works there, uh, like a big family. And to be really honest, this interview was super positive. Um, he just it, it was just a really upbeat interview, and I really was happy that we have a little bit of a different uh, candor sometimes. And so the big tip, uh, $50,000 to the hospitality industry there, apparently they turned it around in the space of like a week and a half. It was incredible. So hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I'm going to keep going. Uh, we're trying to do one every day, Monday to Friday. So Tons and tons of live streams going on at the um, Sewell Hospitality Concept uh, Instagram. So follow me there and come over for live streams because I've got live streams every couple of days with some uh, speakers as well. So I hope you're having a good week, guys. I know this is rough, but we're all in it together. Uh, I'll chat to you real soon. Bye. How are you this morning? Great. How are you uh, faring with everything? Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, our kind of core business on the spirit side and our ready-to-drink business is... It's still been pretty busy, but I mean, it's been tough on the, on the team that have been, you know, really out there and been so engaged within the hospitality industry to see this, this kind of shift, right? Like they're not out there visiting bars and restaurants mm-hmm. and licensees. So most of our sales and marketing team are all working from home and they're kind of like not sure what to do, which is, you know, tough on them, I think. Have you had to do any layoffs? Uh, we have only laid off a couple people who were working on our new uh, restaurant and tasting room project mm-hmm. just because there's so much uncertainty around like how long this is going to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be coming back as soon, just like the senior management for the restaurant retail store and tours. So they'll be coming back as soon as we kind of have a new projection on uh, on opening. Really, they were kind of in place to oversee the construction. And when we decided, we made the decision to... <laughs> yeah stop construction and then you know the whole thing just came to a screaming halt pretty quickly <laughs> that's fair so for the listeners at home how about you introduce yourself and sort of give some background on uh your company and uh sort of the brand that you've uh, built over the last little while sure so you know my name is alex rice and i'm one of the founders and the president of nova scotia spirit company um so we've got a portfolio of spirit brands uh, that we create ourselves, and then we've developed our Blue Lobster Vodka Soda uh, brand, which has been really popular, uh, kind of Ontario East in the ready-to-drink uh, space. So we've got a number of flavors there. That's been doing really well. And, uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We've probably featured in around 800 um, retail stores in Ontario East. Wow. How long has the company been around for? Uh, five years. We just passed our five-year anniversary in December. Awesome. That's a nice growth for five years. Yeah, it's been tremendous. I mean, it's a testament to the team. Like, based here in Nova Scotia, we've been able to develop an amazing team of people who've been just super committed to to our kind of core vision. And we've really, you know, our number one, two, three, four, five employees, I think, are all still here and have grown with us um, from where we started as a tiny, tiny 
I think we had 1,200 square feet when we started, and now our new facility is about 30,000 square feet. Wow! So it's been a it's been a roller coaster, but it's been a lot of fun. So I'm based here in uh, BC. Uh, so obviously the BC craft distilleries are just massive here. Um, what's the what's the sort of uh, culture that you have in Nova Scotia for craft distilleries and distilleries in general? Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely started to evolve. I think there was uh, four distilleries when we kind of got onto the scene here in Nova Scotia, and it's it, it has really grown, right? And it it really ranges from kind of garage band type operations to full scale uh, production facilities like ourselves. So uh, there's a lot of cool people out there doing incredible things all across Nova Scotia. I think there's uh, 18, I could be wrong, but I think there's approximately 18 distilleries now. So, you know, 15, 14, 15 new ones since, since we opened. So it's an exciting time. And I think there's definitely like once, you know, we can get back to normalcy if that's a thing. I think mm-hmm. there's an incredible opportunity for people to come here and like the wine tourism region and, you know, food and beverage tourism. There's a really growing opportunity there. Although right now we're kind of come to a crashing halt. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do a podcast twice a week um, called the Post Shift Podcast. And yep. so while this is all going on this week, I'm trying to do a podcast a day. Um, right. Interviewing people who are behind initiatives helping out the hospitality industry. And so, um, I sort of started on Monday and I've talked to like Able BC, our liquor legislation association here in BC. Um, I spoke to, um, John, uh, Sinopoli from savehospitality.ca yesterday. Um, yep. so really I wanted to sort of, I want to get behind everybody who's sort of doing these hospitality initiatives, helping out for everybody from owner operators to workers. Um, and everything in between and, uh, sort of get the, uh, what are, trying to get the why, the why, who, how, where sort of thing. And so because you're on the Far East Coast, I, you, I got, uh, someone flagged your initiative, the big tip, um, to me, like Instagrammed it to me and was like, you gotta, you gotta talk to these guys. And so cool. I had to reach out and, and chat to you and, and really get the, how how it all sort of started, how the big tip, and explain what the big tip is to the listeners, um, how it all started and, and what it is. So a few weeks ago when the vast majority of our office, finance, administration, sales, marketing staff started working from home, we'd be having Zoom calls every few days. So we were doing kind of a Friday happy hour on Zoom. It was the first time. And, you know, a lot of the team were commenting on how strange it is, like, I'd be probably dropping in, you know, to get a cocktail at one of my licensee accounts right now. And I just miss all those people out there in the industry. Uh, so this kind of just, uh, was just after really kind of the layoffs had been, had been coming out here. And, you know, I've been really listening to the news and a lot of the government programming was like, you know, we want to get cash in people's hands quickly. And the challenge is it's just, it's, it's tough to do that. I think the government are doing a great job, but there's a lot of administration to getting that out there. So we kind of uh, took the weekend to come up with like, how could we give back? What could we do? What would that look like? Um, and then I thought, you know, to the hospitality industry family out there, especially here in Nova Scotia, our primary, uh, this is kind of our backyard. This is where we started. So there's a lot of licensed establishments, bars, restaurants, and they're frontline staff that have been supporting us and helping us build the brand since the early days five years ago. 
So we felt like what better way than to kind of create a fund that would give back to them in it is and then put cash in their hands um, as quickly as possible. So the big tip stemmed from that discussion and our team's concern for their really to many of them, the industry is like their family and their best friends. And they're, they're kind of just saddened to see what's the state that it's in right now. I mean, I think that it's a necessary measure to get through this COVID-19 challenge, but it doesn't change the, the, uh, the state of affairs. So basically the big tip stemmed from that. Uh, we created the fund $50,000 and really the initiative launched yesterday at noon and we had over a thousand applications in, uh, it was like 27 minutes, I think. Less wow. than half an hour, we had a thousand applications. Wow. Um, so we have a team dedicated to filling those applications today. So we actually picked up $50,000 in cash and people will be getting a letter from us with a voucher for six blue lobster vodka sodas and a $50 bill. Um, we're hoping to get them in the mail starting today. Amazing. Amazing. And are you, are you thinking about this is going to be a more continuous thing, get more, um, uh, support from local government and that sort of thing? Yeah, see, I've actually been talking to some other manufacturers and some industry partners and had some feedback from, you know, some different agencies. And we're trying to come up with ideas. Um, I think our team did an amazing job of rolling it out. Like, we put it together within a matter of two days, I think, three days. And we were able to roll it out. And all the applications came in and, you know, envelopes were printing this morning. Um, so I have to really give kudos to them for mobilizing and bringing this together. And yeah, I think because that we were able to effectively deliver it, if we can work with other organizations to look at how we might be able to build out the program, um, because certainly there's pent up demand. I think, you know, there's, I've seen numbers tossed around about how many people are currently displaced in the industry and a thousand, I think goes a long way in Nova Scotia and in Eastern Canada. But it's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what's actually happening out there in the industry nationwide. Mm-hmm. And and uh, from a business and from this initiative point of view, um, in Nova Scotia, what's the sort of uh, feeling on how long this is going to be lasting? You know, I definitely have had some conversations with different operators over the past few weeks, and it's, it's really tough to say. And I think... People, there's a lot of unsurety. There's a lot of anxiety that stems from that. But I think the key takeaway is most people are looking at this as though like it's kind of a necessary thing. And if we can look at effectively launching, you know, contact free pickup or takeaway service, there's maybe some opportunity there. Nova Scotia's taken the step similarly to BC where beverage alcohol can be included in uh, takeaway and home delivery now, which I think is helpful for some operators. But yeah, I don't know if anyone knows exactly how long it will be, right? I think... Uh, are you doing home delivery and delivery through the distillery as well? Are you allowed to do that? Uh, we can. We've chosen not to do home delivery. Our liquor boards are still operating and we have two private retail partners that do home delivery and uh, shipping. And we have our products available on their website as well as the uh, Nova Scotia Liquor Corporation website. Basically, all of the provinces that we distribute in, there is some means of online ordering or uh, or offering the product. So we do ship from our head office, but we don't do home delivery at current. Well, that's fair. Like it, It's a different market in Nova Scotia as well compared to BC with all the private liquor stores we have here. Yeah, exactly. And we're just like really... Uh, 
trying to keep our team, you know, safe. And we've really closed in our production facility. So we have a core team there that's continuing to produce our products. But anyone who was non-core is either working from home or uh, we're working on different projects right now just to try and really protect that core team and be able to continue to offer the product through this kind of challenging time. Well, I really appreciate your time. I know like we've really got to the, the nuts and bolts of the whole initiative really quickly. And I'm really hoping that uh, you can continue doing the work in Nova Scotia. Cause I, I obviously with Canada being so big, um, there's a certain, definitely a certain disconnect between the East coast and West coast. And, um, I was always, I'm always curious to see what's going on past Toronto because everybody sort of stops at Toronto. And, uh, I wanted to really, I was very curious to see what Nova Scotia and especially what you, what you guys were doing to help out the hospitality industry because it's a small, tight knit community. Um, but it's still hospitality and, uh, the, the effects of this has been absolutely huge. Yeah, for sure. It definitely has been. And, you know, I think it's about coming together as a group. And I've definitely seen some national organizations, some of the ones you've spoken with already, that are trying to really bring the industry together as a whole and come up with some solutions. And I think that's critical to, you know, the success and the rebound um, once this once we can put this behind us safely. Um, you know, there's, I think seeing kind of unique initiatives out there, like as an example, one of our brand bartender ambassadors that works with us he's doing like uh, cocktail lessons on instagram live tonight and i'm curious this is the first installment that we're doing so it'll be interesting to see how many people are looking at alternative means to kind of learn and do things and be entertained and connect with people do you think that's going to push innovation in the industry it's hard to say i hope so i mean i think that there's a lot of smart people out there that are going to try and come up with creative solutions and you know i think the more we can encourage that and foster that is the better um it's hard to say where we're going to come out the other side of this so i think innovation is you know key to um coming up with unique solutions to stay connected and on a on a business level are you are you happy with the the way the federal government's been handling the small business angle yeah, I think so. I think like effectively there are some good programs. Uh, you know, for me, it's like, it's been a bit challenging and I've now found some good resources out there to kind of summarize all the different programs. Cause you've got provincial and federal mm-hmm. and regional and municipal. And, uh, you know, for us, we're lucky that, um, our, obviously our licensee trade is down our, our, our business kind of over the counter at liquor retail stores and liquor boards across the country seems to to be maintained. And that's going to allow us to keep our team in place for the foreseeable future. Uh, but again, things can change very quickly, right? Uh, we saw liquor stores close quickly in PEI and then come up with, you know, some of them did reopen, but, you know, closing stores was an absolute, you know, PEI's smallest province, but it was still noticeable to our sales when oh, wow. stores doors were shut. Um so now they've reopened some and they have some alternate delivery means, but uh, we were just didn't know if that was going to be something that was going to happen in other jurisdictions. So that was definitely nerve wracking, but it hasn't today. Um, so yeah, we're just doing our best to kind of keep getting product out in the channel and protect our team. And, uh, you know, hopefully there will be uh, subsidies in place um, if 
if we see a downfall or a substantial downfall in our business as this thing evolves. But, you know, I really feel for people out there, especially like the hospitality side where rent and landlords and staff and, you know, trying to keep the connectivity of the team. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of challenges. So I hope that, you know, like our initiative is just a tiny token of what we feel they're going through. And hopefully it'll put some cash in the hands of frontline staff who are really feeling the pinch. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. Well, I really appreciate your time, Alex. Uh, I know that during this time, people are trying to keep themselves busy and be creative and, and innovative as much as possible. And there's always things like you're juggling a whole bunch of balls, uh, but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But uh, I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Alex. I'll chat to you soon. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening, Pose Shifters. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.